Welcome to That Universal Podcast, a universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to an emergency pod for That Universal Podcast. Uh, I'm Nick and with me is my faithful life companion, Craigifer. Oh, hello. Always here when I need you. Well, you know, what else was I fucking doing? Not well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're always here for me when you're not busy, but, you know. Well, you're not there for me when you're busy. You know what I mean? When am I ever busy? All the fucking time. (laughs) Fine. Um, So... After moaning, I'm assuming Universal listened to our last podcast and went, you know what, they're right, we we really have left it late this year to announce everything, let's go and do a big dump of information this week um, about our events, so they've got stuff to talk about and have to record an emergency podcast, so thank you Universal. Um, but we are here to talk about the, not the final, not the final list because there's still some things missing, but the pretty much final list for both Hollywood and Orlando. And I know that we normally focus exclusively on Orlando, but we should really talk about Hollywood. And there's a few interesting things that are coming out of Hollywood as well. So I thought it was only right to uh, to talk about the two different events. And are we right to start in Hollywood? Go for it. Just yeah, I mean... Change. I'll be talking at some point next week with um, P-Dabs on Hell Hath No Fury as well because I thought uh, we brought that back so we could document his trip this year, basically. thought it'd be a nice little memento for him to go back and visit uh, once it's over. So we will be... He's doing Hollywood, isn't he? He's doing Hollywood. Well, I absolutely forgot he was doing Hollywood. So I brought back the podcast because I thought he was doing Orlando. And he dropped that bombshell in the middle of the record that he was doing Hollywood. And it, it caught me unawares. Um, but yeah, he's doing Hollywood. You don't. Not asked. I'm, I'm made up, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it's, it's, I've brought it back for him so he can remember his trip, basically. Well, the thing is, because people don't, on this podcast, don't usually go to Hollywood. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I think it's good, that, it's good that we do have someone that, that is. That'd um, be amazing. Yeah. And I mean, you know... Because he spent more time there, he's got a, a big fondness for Hollywood. I mean, I've I've not done it, you've not done it. Personally, from what I've seen of the events, I don't think they're a patch on Orlando's. Um, I think it's the vibe that. as well, though, isn't it, over there? Uh, and and it, they, there's things that they do that Orlando doesn't do, which is obviously really good, and we'll talk about that as well. But, um, you know, when you do see the, the, the tents over there, because they're mainly in tents, um, for for an intense experience, um, you know, there, there seems to be like a lot more like curtains and stuff like that to break up the um, the rooms. And it when you're when you've done Orlando a load of times and you're used to how they do theirs and there's, they don't have to resort to such things, it does make the experience different. So, 
Um, there is that. But obviously, you know, the thing is, we, we got listeners all over the world, right? And some will have never been to Orlando, some will never have been to Hollywood. So they will have their own feelings on those events and what they mean and how good they are. So um, I guess you just you just accept what you get if you're in, in one of those locations and that's what you're going to experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so what you could say? Um, yeah, I just agree with Super. you. Well, don't always agree with me. Uh, but um so let's let's have a look at hollywood as i said um they have announced eight houses and the terror tram um so we'll do the houses first um the first one on the list here is uh the weekend after hours nightmare um so we kind of talked about this before the little blurb for it says you love his music but can you survive his mind the weekend is about to stalk your squad for his haunted house. A surreal living nightmare from his after hours videos. His nightmare is now yours. Um now I know you are aware of some of the weekend's music, but how do you I'm aware of the weekend's music without being aware that it's the weekend's music. Right, okay, yeah, got you. So uh, if you sang a song at me, I'd go, oh, yeah, that's that's the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not like Billie Eilish. So um, yeah. I'm familiar with his music. I'm, I'm aware of the, um, the album that these songs come from. And I've also seen most of the videos that this is also in relation to. Okay, so now you're giving me some information. So I'm going to go on my iPhone. And go and download the album. Well, I mean, what I would do now, yeah, I mean, after that's very good. But what I would do is um, have a look at. Uh, he's got like a YouTube channel, like Vivo or whatever, uh, that has his music videos on, and look at the music videos for um, the songs from the album because there's there's a narrative that runs through them. So it, when yeah. he released the singles, what he would do. You know, obviously, because like most artists, you release a single and then you wait a few months and then you release another one. So, with the the um, music from this album, it, it there is a narrative to them. So each one tells part of the story, and then you watch the oh. next music video and it carries on. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when sounds actually exciting. Yeah, yeah. So Downloads. When, good. So when. Um, yeah, so when they announced the, or when there was rumours that the weekend was going to have a house, and you know everyone was in uproar, um, I, I wasn't because I know his work and thought it would be a really good idea for uh, you know Universal to use as a you know a house. So um, I think this is going to be a surprise um, for people. I think it could well end up being one of the best houses of the year if they do it right. So. Um, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be really good. Yeah, um again, I I don't know his music, but I do. Um it'll be good for people who know his music to be going in. Like the Billy Eilish house would have been amazing. Um, we would have been privileged enough to take part in that. Yeah. Um I think we were going, weren't we? Yeah. Um Is that the one where we had the hotel booked? Uh, yeah, that's that's the one that ah, was the the gosh. year of COVID. So, and the, the obviously yeah, watered down. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, the next house on the list is Halloween. Um, oh. Talked about this. But yeah. This is the original. 
you yeah. have talked longingly about what the original Halloween means to you and how yeah. much you love Michael Myers. So hero. Yeah. So this 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 is a house that you know you would you know be at home in, I guess. Yeah, it's it's you know the the music is that signature. Um, it's just creepy. Um, Michael Myers is just creepy, and from the footage I've seen of other houses in the past, you know where the um, the washing lines are all up in the sheets and multiple Michael Myers behind the sheets and stuff like that. I just think this. I mean, this is obviously going to recreate the deaths of Halloween one, but wow, it'd be it'd be amazing. Yeah. So the blurb is uh, silent, merciless, relentless. There's nobody like Michael Myers. And if your Scream Squad is ready this year, you can gather together and face the terror of Halloween from the very beginning. I do think it's interesting that they have opted to do this this year because, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, Halloween ends, comes out in October. Um, I still haven't seen the second one. Yeah, that's Halloween Kills. Yeah, um, I will. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I saw a trailer for Halloween Ends just recently. Um, I, I like the first two uh, of this this kind of rebooted trilogy, so excited to see how it does uh, indeed end. But I think what's interesting is the fact that they've not actually done any houses based on this trilogy at all. So they're they're, they're now doing a Halloween house, but it's based on the original film, not the rebooted Halloween or even last year's Halloween. Uh, kills so uh, it's interesting well they've got them in the back pocket for future years because you, Halloween you can go dipping back into that because there's so many Halloween films mm. yeah you know, the only one everyone's desperate for them to do is Halloween 3 isn't it season of the witch yeah. and um, I don't think they ever have no, no I'm sure they will people's heads will explode if that music kind of plays on like through the house <laughs> Um, the next house is the Horrors of Blumhouse. Obviously, Blumhouse is, is almost synonymous at this point with Halloween Horror Nights. They nearly always have a presence at the events. Um, and it's Yeah, always... I'll take this one. Go on, him. So, get ready for a blood-curdling new double feature of Blumhouse Horror as your Scream squad faces a ruthless serial killer in Freaky and an evil kidnapper in the relentlessly terrifying The Black Phone. Um, I'm excited for this house. I still haven't seen both these films. Both these films prick my attention. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I love the Freaky Friday films, the, the original and the reboot. <laughs> I, I think doing it with a serial killer twist is amazing. I think that's going to be a fabulous film to watch. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the Black Phone... Uh, just, I've only seen the adverts again. I want to watch it. I just haven't had a bloody minute. I will watch it. It looks amazing. Um, my only problem is, for me, potentially both these houses deserve their own house and not half of an house. Yeah, it's it's a hard one because, um, I, like you, I've not seen the Black Phone uh, yet. I've only seen trailers, and it's it's obviously. Uh, the majority of the film is, is spent in the basement of a house, so you think that you that would be quite a good thing to turn into um, a house for Halloween Horror Nights. Freaky is more interesting because I really, really uh, enjoyed Freaky. I, I, I thought it was a really fun 
uh, film. It has What's some... it on on the streamings? Uh, it was it was on Now TV recently. Um, I oh, don't okay. know. I don't know where else. Yeah, I'm not sure where else it, it is at the moment. I saw it quite. I think I saw it when it first came out. Um, so I saw it ages and ages ago. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really good film. But it's it doesn't have like a central location as such. So it's got some very very interesting uh, kills in it though. That was the the kind of surprise for me, um, and in this poster for it, it's got the the serial killer with his mask on. He does, I would say, like it's a very small part of the film where he he actually has a mask on. Normally, it just looks like Vince Vaughn, um, or the teenage girl that he turns into. Um, so it's it's interesting. I guess that makes more sense to focus on on having a mask because otherwise you've got to have people that look like Vince Vaughn or have pros- prosthetic uh, masks like they've done for things like um, The Shining. Do you, know, do you know what would excite me more, right? So obviously you're going to go through the first film in the half, first half the house and then the, the second film in the second half of the house. We've seen it done before in events we've been to. Imagine if they mixed it up. So you go through the opening scene of the first house and you're all discombobulated because then you go through the opening scene of the next film and then you, you come out of there and you go back to the other film and then you come out of there and you go back to the other film. I think it, you know, like um, Pulp Fiction almost. Yeah, like with a story. Mesh. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be boss and it would just throw you off your kilter and it'd, you'd all be like, woo! Whereas, do, do I mean... Was the one year where they had three films in one? Or was yeah. it... No, it was uh, American Horror Story. They had three seasons in one, I think. No. Um, I think in American Horror Stories, I think it might have been two. It might have been three. I'll have to think about that. But um, the first year that you and me went, Blumhouse was um, Insidious. Um, yeah. Was it The Purge as well? Then there might have been a bit of Purge in there. And maybe Sinister might have been the other one. I can't exactly remember, but it but it was three films in one house, and I think like the Purge may have been like one room of the yeah. house, like it almost felt a bit pointless. And I think that was the year they had the problems because I think originally it had been designed to be like screen the TV series or something, and then like quite late on they lost the they didn't come to terms with the license, so they had to change it up. Um, but regardless, you know, you've got three films in that house and it just did not work at all. I think two is the absolute most you can get away with because, yeah, you know, what's a maze last? Like four minutes, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Five minutes if you're picking me up off the floor. Touche. Um, the next one is, I know one, another one that you would love to, well, both love to do, which is Universal Monsters Legends Collide. Which uh, for this event is going to be the Wolfman, Dracula, and the Mummy, um, apparently facing each other. So, if you thought one Universal monster was scary, how about three? Someone your screen scroll squad, and because um, you're about to get caught between the Wolfman, Dracula, and the Mummy together for the first time. Um, what I don't like about that is the last time we went, we had the Universal Monsters house. Yeah. And we got everyone. 
we got everyone and it was amazing. It was a little bit, I remember the bride of Frankenstein just being an absolute pain in the arse because she'd, she'd burst your eardrums with that screech. Yeah. Um, do you know what, right? The legends at Universal need to go back and re-examine these and try and get either films or or like horror cartoons or just a, a new way of getting the monsters out there because these are classics. They are legends and they deserve the respect. Not to, to do like we're going to do a universe and then kill it off after one film because it doesn't do as well as they wanted. They should have carried on with that. They should have built a story. But the problem was, you know, I saw that mummy film and it wasn't, it didn't really feel like what they should have been going for. It felt... It should have been set in Egypt. Quite well, simple. Yeah, but also, I mean, th- there were parts of it of that film that were set in Egypt, but the problem is, is that it tried to be too much like a cross between the mummy and the mummy returns and um, that wasn't designed to be you know, when they made the mummy that was designed to be like a summer blockbuster it wasn't designed to be a remake of a universal monster film but with this the mummy film that they made that was supposed to be the start of the monster verse but it didn't feel like a monster movie it felt more like it an was action like movie with mission impossible movie. yeah yeah, the the tone of it was completely wrong. So, I I the thing is, I I personally think they were right to abandon it. They were stupid to have announced so much at the start because they cast everyone, didn't they? They had Johnny Depp as the Invisible yeah, Man, yeah. and Russell Crowe as Jekyll and Hyde, and um, I can't remember. Was it was it Jolie was going to be the the Bride of Frankenstein or something? But it doesn't matter. The, the fact is they announced all this stuff and then they released this film which n- didn't seem to please horror fans or action film fans and then they went, you know what, let's just abandon it. What they should have done is just gone and made some old-fashioned monster films. You could have made them on a low budget and just push one out every year around Halloween time. And... Around Halloween. It's yeah. dark. It's autumnal. It's cold. It's yeah. spooky. Boom. Just, just brilliant. And so... I think you're you're right, but I think they need to just completely forget what they've done and go back and watch those original films and go right. Let's do this. Let's but let's do it on a on a budget like Blumhouse would do, um, and just make proper monster films again and not you know have loads of ridiculous stunts in them. Just make monster films. Um, but yet, yeah, so, so what I what I don't like about this is the fact that they're kind of like, oh, look, you know, you're getting three for the price of one. Well, yeah, we we got like nine for the price of one in the last uh, house, and that was excellent. So hyping up three is is good, but don't make it sound like it's going to be this amazing thing when we've already seen you do an amazing thing with all the almost all the characters. So still. Still getting use out of them werewolves from American Werewolf in London. <laughs> I think you're probably right. But look, the thing is, I'm not saying it's not going to be a good house, and I'd definitely go, uh, I'd be excited to see it if I was there. I just don't like the way they're, they're, they're pushing it. But uh, What's the next house? Uh, killer clowns from outer space. You'll be screaming, but not with laughter. There's nothing funny about these killer clowns uh, who are back to make gooey out of the world. 
the uh, out of this world snacks of you and your scream squad if if ever there, I can't read because it's dark and I've got my glasses on, but they're not working. If ever there's a reason people are afraid of clowns, this is it. Um, this is the first time I think I'd say if I was P-Dabs now, I'd be disappointed. And I can't talk on his behalf. Um, but I was a little bit disappointed when American Werewolf in London was announced um, for the second time. Yeah. Because it felt like I was cheated out of seeing a unique house. They've they've spent a lot of money on them puppets. I don't know if they've been in Hollywood yet. Um, I know they were at Orlando twice as a scare zone and a and a house. So they've had the value out of these puppets. They're using them one last time, I, I presume. It's it's. I tell you what's interesting is they just released a video today. They made like a little kind of like sequel, um, as a promo for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, and I, at the um, petrol station. Yeah. Mm. Which I thought was interesting um, that they, they did that. Um, so maybe they've got other other plans. Um, it's supposed to be a film in production, I believe. There was there was one announced uh, in 2018. Um, oh. the, uh, the Sci-Fi Channel announced that they had the rights to it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what has happened, though, is that over the last few years, we've seen um, a lot more being done with the property. So um, we've seen various figures, and in fact, they're just this week. Um, there's a line of figures called Tiny Terrors, I think, mm-hmm. or Toony Terrors, and they're like they look like animated versions of horror characters. There's been quite a few of them, but they've just announced, uh, I think, three or four Killer Clowns coming out later this year. Um, there've been other films, uh, other figures as well, made by other toy companies. Um, and they also some I don't know who had the license for it, but somebody um, made a toy of the gun that they use to turn people into candy floss. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's something that I think. Similar to Nightmare Before Christmas, didn't really take off when it first came out, but now people are just um, obsessed with merchandise for it, and it's become very popular again. Um, I, so can just... Im- I can imagine the merchandise because the, the the clowns are fabulous works of art. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah it, it just wasn't a very good film. It was an all right nineteen eighties horror film slash comedy film oh yeah it's very it's very tongue-in-cheek i can understand why it's become a bit of a cult classic it's not i wouldn't say it's really uh scary or anything like that but um yeah i can understand why it's it's uh it's popular i can't find so it was a scare zone in 2018 for 2019 it was expanded from a scare zone into a house but all I can see is at Orlando. I can't see Hollywood. So you might be right that this is their first time in Hollywood. Um, yeah. And this year as well, Spirit Halloween, which uh, I'm sure you must have seen at some point, but it's a chain of shops that just open up for the Halloween season to sell loads of uh, tat for your house and costumes and stuff. Um, they have got a whole dish, uh, I know, so last year, uh, a whole section of the store dedicated to it. So costumes, statues, props, doormats, signage, 
um, and even animatronic characters that would stand outside your house or something uh, could be bought. So it's it's getting a new lease of life. We obviously interviewed um, oh John Mazzari, who was the composer of the the film, um, and and you know recently he he rescored the film to release on as a soundtrack. So it's it is something that's really popular. Um, if it's the first time at Hollywood, then that's good for Hollywood. Um, but like you say, this is now a third uh, Halloween Horror Nights event where killer clowns have been featured at least one of the American parts. So, um, yeah, I guess if you've not seen it, it, it would be good for you. But um, like you, I thought the house itself wasn't particularly good. Yeah, I the think clowns the, are better than the owls. Oh, yeah. It's too and big. Yeah, and I think the, I think there was some really good. St- I mean, as is tradition, I suppose they did a really good job of bringing the film to life. You know, they they obviously did a really good job of you know recreating sets and, um, you know parts of the film. But I just didn't really think it was a a great house. But you know, third time's a charm. So we'll see. Um, we've also got uh, Lay Larona. Uh, yeah. the weeping woman um who again has definitely been seen at previous halloween horror nights events uh you and your scream squad remember the tale of the woman who drowned her children and then herself once a childhood fable she's back to terrify once again this is no nightmare this is la la rona this uh me and Stuart did this one year can't remember which year it was it was either 23 or 25 and it was horrific because it's a it's a scare it's a house full of and it, it's a horrible subject uh, dead babies just everywhere yeah so a little bit like was it the hive that had stuff with babies in as well the vampire I house. think so I think and there was, was a cot or something yeah and that was it, that was pretty grim yeah really really unsettling I am. Um, you know, we're another. We're probably another five, six, seven years down the line. America, you know, what's going on in America now with abortion laws and everything like that? It's it's a it's a fucking raw nerve. This one, mate. Yeah. Honestly, it's really close to the knuckle. It's got to be toned down to what we've seen back in the day. My memory of it might be a bit excessive, but I just remember um, it was quite unsettling walking through it. Bearing in mind what your memory's like, generally, yeah, if it's left that kind of impression on you, you probably it's it's probably for a reason. So, yeah. And um, what's the next one? The next one. Let's let's sit up a bit and look at the screen a bit closer. Um, Scarecrow, the reaping fear is about to be sown at an abandoned uh, depression era farm. Vengeance takes root. The scarecrows are avenging the ravaged land. In this all-new haunted house, the only harvest that will be reaped is your Scream Squad. That now, Scream Squad is, is obviously something they must have trademarked this year because it is everywhere. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, my memory... We had some sort of scarecrow house, didn't we? I think... One year. I'm sure it was called the same thing. So it, it surprised me when it said this all new haunted house. That's what kind of threw me because I thought, 
I'm sure we've had Scarecrow the Reaping before in Orlando. Um, because that I was can the... tell you now, Phil screaming at us, Simon screaming at us, Chris Ripley's got his head in his hands because we're probably hitting the post. It might have been called this, it might not. We've definitely had a scarecrow, so yes. and it was terrifying. Yeah, it was it was awful. That was the one where you had um like webbing and uh, not not webbing, like netting uh hanging down. So you had it like kind of yeah. brushed you as you walked past and it, it, when you're not able to see very well in front of you anyway. Um yeah, it's just it's just awful. Uh, there was so. there was an episode uh, an episode of Creep Show on um, what's the horror streaming thing? Oh, um, Shudder. Shudder, yeah, because uh, Creep Show's rebooted on there two seasons now, and there's a short story of this scarecrow that right. kills people basically, and it's horrible. It's a horrible episode. It's brilliant but horrible. So that'll be boss. I'm just having a look now at HHN29 uh, to see if I can see what they had. Uh, Depths of fear. Oh. It wasn't 29. Must have been the one before. Must um, be. Might be the one before we went. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I'm just looking. Yeah, not even a... Um... Did we go in 27? Yes. Or 28? No, we did twenty. 27. We did twenty-seven. So it might be, it might well be that. Um, let me have a look there. Just want to see if I was right or not. Definitely don't. I remember the uh, the cornfield outside. Yeah, yeah, and it stank of corn yeah. and harvest and yes. hay. Hey, hey, hey. Um, hey, hey, hey. Uh, it was called Scarecrow the Reaping. Whee! A long abandoned, which well, is a long abandoned, but I'm sure it means a long abandoned depression era farm. Vengeance takes root, and only and the only harvest that we reaped is you. Oh, <laughs> so it's even got the sounds same familiar. Yeah. So, but again, that was Orlando. So, you know, maybe the the reason they're saying that is because this is at uh, Hollywood. So fine. Yeah. But as you said, it was a horrible house. Um, in terms of you know, it was just really kind of creepy, so therefore that's good, yeah. Um, and the last house uh, is called Universal Horror Hotel, a 1920s Hollywood hotel, once the haunting ground of its infamous serial killer owner, has been turned into a modern day haunted hotel. Now he's back from the dead, your first stay will be your last, so absolutely amazing, yeah. I mean, obviously, theme parks and uh, old hotels have a theme. Yeah. Um, so that's good. And, you know, also, you know, you've got things like Psycho, right? Still, I mean, home, I, so. I don't know if this is the first time this has ever appeared anywhere, right? But this needs to be a dark ride instantly. This is their answer to the Haunted Mansion. We found it. Yeah. We have literally found it. This could be a movie. Do it. Come on, people. A TV series, whatever. Do it. Be amazing. Take me money. I'm all in. This house will be terrifying. Yeah. No, it, it, it does sound really, really interesting. Um, now, the one thing that Hollywood has always had that uh, Orlando doesn't is the Terror Tram. Um, and this year, 
it's going to be based on us and Nope. So the Terra is back, and this year it's taking you and your Scream Squad on a disturbing new turn through some Halloween traditions that are best left in the darkness. It all ends with a journey into the mind of Jordan Peele as you walk through the Jupiter's claim set from his thrilling new hit film Nope, populated nope. by the Tethered from Us. Um, so I have just seen uh, recently Nope, uh, as people that listen to my other podcasts will know. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's, it's good. I mean, I, I don't know how you'd have really turn it into a house. You could have probably turned it into a scare zone, which is kind of what they've done here. Um, but when the day the film came out, they added the Jupiter's Claim uh, set to the, the, the Hollywood tram tour. So you actually on that tram tour now go through the set which is quite plays quite an integral part in the film and so for this event they are combining the two things so they're combining that set from nope with the untethered characters from us uh, i don't remember i don't know if you remember uh us or the characters that it's referring to um um which one did did, did we have we had us. The last time we went, there was us. Oh yeah, yeah. It it was a it was a better film. I felt than um, Haunted House. Okay. I I didn't really enjoy the Haunted House. I didn't dislike it, but it didn't blow me away. Yeah. See, I liked the house a lot more than I expected to, based on the film. Uh, so I, I couldn't see how they were going to do it. And I think they did a really good job. But I'm a little bit disappointed that what they've done is they've just gone. Here's a set from one film, and we're going to throw in characters from another film for no reason. Now I've read that description, I'm a little bit dis. I was very excited when I first saw it. Now I'm like, oh, is that what you're doing? That's not. That's not quite what I was hoping to see. But uh, the set look is is obviously incredible. It's what they used to make the film. Um, so at least that part of it is going to be really, really good. But you know, I'd be interested to see what they actually do with the characters from us as well. Yeah, I mean the, the the tram has always got the ability to be terrifying because you you're driving through and people are coming at you, brilliant, yep. fog, all that, go for it, yeah, absolutely terrifying. So, so that's uh, Hollywood, that's Hollywood. Let's... Yeah, um, well, just dead quick, I'm going to rate me houses. Um, I'm going to say I'm most excited for the the hotel from hell. Um, followed by the scarecrows, um, the monsters, ooh, Halloween, um, the weekend, and then probably the others are all in between. But my least exciting one is Killer Clowns. So, uh, but I think it's a solid event. That, that I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I'd put for me. I think the only thing I do is I'd probably swap. Uh, the weekend and, and Halloween around, possibly. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I can't really argue. I think my least uh, least excited house is is Killer Clowns as well by quite a bit. So, um, so yeah, let, let's look at Orlando. Uh, we've we've already covered off the weekend and Halloween, uh, yeah. the horrors of Blumhouse and uh, Universal Monsters Legends collide. So, now, if if Chris was here now, I'd be asking him 
is this the most that they've ever had copies across the two events? There's four direct direct copies there. That's true. Um, you know, is that lazy? Is it cost cutting? Is it money saving? What is it? What What's the reason? Is this the norm? Because it's a couple of years since I've really been interested in Halloween Horror Nights because I'm not going. But usually, usually, um, they'll have at least two or three IPs shared across the events. So, if you think you know, Stranger Things was always at both parks. Ghostbusters was at both parks. Um, if Orlando has a Bloom House house then Hollywood would normally have a Bloom House film rather than what they have they're having here which is two films in one um shining another one uh they did so if it's an IP yes quite often they're shared although I remember looking at the the Ghostbusters um house from the year that we went and the Hollywood version was quite different to the Orlando one and the same with The Shining so they, they'll they share the IP but the actual experience will be quite different yeah some scenes might be the same but other scenes will be completely unique to each one so um, it'll be interesting yeah yeah but yeah usually if it's an IP it might be shared if it's an original it's, it's normally not but uh, what's the first original for this year uh, Spirits of the Coven, uh, they're bewitchingly terrifying. A coven of beautiful, beautiful flapper witches. I mean, what's a flapper witch? It will lure you into their 1920s speakeasy, reveal their haggish true form, and turn your scream squad into a witch's brew. They'll be cackling, you'll be screaming. I mean, it's going to be a load of fit birds running around in skimpy witches' outfits. What's not to love? And then halfway through, they'll all turn into hags. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's marriage. <laughs> no comment. Um, I think it sounds interesting. I mean, uh, you don't get much in the way of stuff with witches. No, I remember a I scare like zone. witches. Yeah, I remember there being a scare zone with witches a while back. We've had I... a few witches on this show, you know. We've we've got at least one in the current lineup. Two show, and we again, yeah, and we had one. Yeah, but it 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 does seem to be a part of horror that uh, doesn't get reflected very often at Halloween Horror Night. So this sounds good. I'm you know be interested yeah, in yeah. it. Uh, the one house that I would really struggle to go through if I was there this year is Bugs Eaten Alive while touring a 1950s home of the future you'll be surrounded by the slime of bugs everywhere as hordes of many legged terrors descend upon you and your scream squad you'll be dropping like flies um, I, I've i never liked bugs and I the thought of human sized bugs does fill me with dread even though I know it's costumes yeah, I mean, and it's a 1950s home of the future as well. So you're going to have that uh, almost Disney-like, um, great big, beautiful tomorrow. Yeah, perfect Americana, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be, 
And it, it, this is the time, the 1950s, of all the sci-fi films, you know, that that you see um, on that um, sci-fi diner in Disney, you know, all the giant, the giant fucking tarantula films and all that. So this this takes me out of my comfort zone. I'd be sweating coming out of this. Yeah. Um, next. Um, what does that say? Fiesta Five. What? Fiesta del Ch- Cupacabra. Well, easy for you to say. Yeah. Um, listen to your abuela and become beware. a chupacabra. Beware. Oh, and beware. Yeah. yeah. Visit the Latin American village where the legend of the creature chupacabra is celebrated with a colourful fiesta, and the streets are lined with the crimson blood of tourists like you and your amigos. So, what is a chupacabra? It's a mythical... is that a yeti? It's a mythical creature, which I think we were talking about this the other week with Lewis and Cat, and I think the the name Chupacabra is derived of the Mexican expression for goat killer, I think, or goat eater, something like that. So it's a mythical creature which is supposed to feast on on uh, goats. Um, it kind of has a appearance of either like a, a type of wolf-like creature or a kind of like Bigfoot type creature, depending on um, where in the world you are and their now, interpretation of it. So instantly this, I mean, I know they recycle every every year or every, you know, everything goes back in the props and comes back out at some point. I want to say we had a, a, a Yeti house. We did have Yeti, yeah. You know, so is it just going to be that, but with a um, Mexican style overlay? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be the Yeti uh, monster from that uh, house, but with a, a sombrero. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah. I I think you're probably right in that they'll probably reuse the costume, but what they'll do is they'll pro- like the fur will probably be different and the well, more tanned. Yeah, I so to me, uh, a chupacabra is normally like a, a more kind of darkish brown or something. From what I, from what from what I understand yeah. about it, so you could quite easily dye the yeti's fur, um, and it would have to have a different head because it doesn't have the same head as a yeti. So, but I can yeah. definitely see bits being recycled, absolutely. And it's it sounds a little bit like because it's about the streets lined with blood and stuff. Do you remember that house we went to the other year? Where it was like the gladiators, yeah. Um, so I horrible. wonder if it's yeah, it's, horrible house. Yeah, stank, so, stank of blood. Yeah, so I wonder if that's what this might be like. They'll do the same thing where it'll have that kind of like stale iron smell of blood. Um, yeah, but you know, I think um, you know Mexican culture, Day of the Dead, um, would make for a good environment to have a house in so i reckon this could be uh, a surprise one yeah not no one from texas will be going through it like but no that's fine i'll be shooting stuff up anyway <laughs> go on then uh hell block horror uh enter a prison whose savage inmates are mon- monstrous creatures if they break free from their cells it's a death sentence for everyone yeah i'm down with this 
Um, it's vague enough that the monsters can be anything. Yes. You know, they don't give to... Uh, again, my history and your history, no doubt, is not um, encyclopedic like Chris's is or Simon's. Um, they, they'll be screaming at us if this is an old... Uh, an add-on to an old story or if this is a new, unique thing. Um I remember going through Cabin in the Woods. Yep. And you you know, the ending of Cabin in the Woods, the yep. movie where there's all the, the prison cells basically of all the monsters. Yep. And that was a fantastic house. And to be honest, when I first heard this being announced, that is what I thought of was that yeah. um that scene in, in Cabin in the Woods with all of those monsters locked up in glass cabinets that escaped so i reckon this is what this could be like and like you say because of the vagueness there's no there's nothing even in the the imagery of the logo for it of what it could be this could be actual like monsters um or it could be like mutated humans you know you've got no yeah. idea what it could be I'm, i don't want to say anything but jack the clown could be in there as a nod to jack the clown because isn't he a monster? Yeah, it's true. You know, he could be. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, um, next. Dead Man's Pier, Wanker's Way. <laughs> Imagine that. Worst, worst, scared, worst house ever. Yeah. Ah, all these knobs pointing at you. Um, you're dead in the water. In a New England fishing village, undead fishermen emerge from the waves to seek their revenge. You and your Scream Squad, Scream Squad again, may have escaped their hooks in the scare zone. Ah, now I was about to say something. Now they'll reel you in and drag you under. So this is a reimagining of the scare zone from ooh, maybe 29, maybe 28, maybe 27. But I certainly remember the, a fisherman uh, scare zone. Yeah, Dead Man's Pit. This is definitely a, a sequel. Yeah, to brilliant. A, a previous idea. So yeah, I'm I'm all for those. They're going to reuse the set um, with the floors all uneven, so you're going to be walking at 45 degree angles, all that type of stuff. Yeah, you know, what was the one we had where you were underwater and so uh, it was some sort of sinking boat or something? I want to say. Um. So there was there was the one the last time we went, which was like set on like a submarine or yeah, something. I think but that the one yeah. before that that we went to was the one that was like in a bayou. And yeah. as you walked through it, um, yeah, as you said, the floors were all angled and stuff, so you was kind of like walking all over the place because you couldn't walk in a straight line. And that was really good. It's really good fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, excited for this one. Yeah. yeah I, I'm with you on that. Um, doop, 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 doop. Uh, the sentence of destruction. Careful not to leave any of your scream squad behind you as you descend the subway tunnels of a deserted New York. Lurking in the dark are hungry mutants looking to feast on the last remains of humanity. Yeah, that stares me bum there. What do you mean? That's me bum. That, that bum. just doesn't excite me. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, that's me. That's me, Dud. Yeah. Mm. This is this is um, metal scaffolding, 
dark, flickering um, lights. Um, there's always one out like this every year, where it's a post-apocalyptic, uh, acid-strewn future with all metal and stuff like that. Um, the scare actors in it are like trainees, or they just can't be asked. They've done loads of houses like this back in the day with all metal and stuff, and just just not excited. Sorry for anyone who's a scare actor in it who's now rolling a single tier. It's probably mm. going to be brilliant. Yeah, I, I like the idea of it personally, um, but I can understand why you might not be. Um, this is the kind of thing you'd have expected to see when um, Kong was still around and you had that city below. Yeah. Um, so I'd be interested to see how they do this. <coughs> Did you know that we have a Patreon? I'm sure you do. It's been mentioned before. But just in case you don't know, we do have a Patreon. And on that Patreon, we have early releases of all our shows. We also have exclusive shows that you can only hear on our Patreon. And we've been doing this for years. So actually, if you subscribe to be a Patreon today then you'll get access to the entire back catalogue. It's about four or five years worth of podcasts you've never heard because they've never been made available publicly except for the uh, the odd one we've released as a taster. Anyway, as well as that, we've got a Discord which we'll be launching later this summer for all of our patrons to join. Uh, we've also got a, a Facebook group which you can join as well. Um, an exclusive one that's only open to our Patreons. But, as well as that, our Patreons are the lovely people who keep these podcasts going. And now, I will tell you who they are. We've got Lee, and Laura, Karen, Chris, we've got Kate, and Mel, and Daniel. I've met Daniel, he's a nice guy. Uh, we've got Paul and Sandy and Crystal, James, Nikki, Dan, Kevin, Alison, Dave, Sinead, Tom, Haley, David, I think David with an E at the end of his name. Uh, we've got Breaking Dad, great guys. Uh, we've got Rob, we've got Todd, we've got Jane and Steve as well as Stephen. And we've also got Joe. Welcome aboard. So we thank you for your support of us now and your continued support. And if you would like to become a patron member yourself, please visit patreon.com forward slash that podcast. And I've even put a handy link in the show notes below. Thank you. They have announced five scare zones as oh, well. Okay. So yeah. uh, this is on the list. I'll have, to, I'll have to talk you through this one. So the first okay. one is called Horrors of Halloween. Uh, the Pumpkin Lord, the Spirit of Halloween, has returned to take over this year's event, summoning horns, hordes of fiendish creatures, including demons, ghosts, and witches. Terror has taken root. Yeah, that's going to be in the um, in the park area, and they're reusing them bloody pumpkins, Auntie. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Um, there's also Scarecrow Curse Soil, 
At an abandoned farm, scarecrow sentinels have risen from across the earth to hunt souls and seek revenge. They'll harvest the screams of those who dare enter this dilapidated barn. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, again, they're reusing scarecrow props. Yes. It, it'd, be, it'd be great. But... Yeah. Uh, sweet revenge. The sweets Ooh. from Major Sweets Candy Company have turned these 1950s kids into crazed killers. With pint-sized costume maniacs roaming the streets, Halloween will be a night of trick-or-treat mayhem. Um, haven't they, wasn't there something like this last year or, or a couple of years ago? People walking around with lollipops and that. Yeah, Maybe it's um, yeah, it's um. I, I tell you what, it reminds me of is uh, trick or treat. Do you remember that yeah. bit? Yeah, because they had kids walking around that scare zone, didn't they? Yeah, maybe. So it kind of reminds me of that. So I wonder if it might be. I mean, I know there was more to it than just the bit with the sweets in that in that scare zone, but that seemed to be quite a big part of it. So I wonder if it'll be similar to that. Um, we've also got Graveyard Deadly Unrest. On All Hallows' Eve, a dark storm descends upon a cemetery and awakens long-dead spirits. These spectres rise from their graves to capture souls for all eternity. No one living can escape them. Yeah, that's going to be in the park area. That's terrifying. Graveyards are terrifying. I mean, there was that really good graveyard house from when we last went. Uh, yeah. Graveyard Games. And that was, that was an excellent uh, house. So... Um, this obviously won't be. Don't worry, we have to do the same stuff. But as you say, it's creepy, and that's always good. Well, yeah, it's going to be a crap scare zone in the daylight. But as soon as the the sun sets, you're going to have the atmospheric light, and you're going to have the fog. You're going to have the gravestones. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and conjure the dark. An evil sorceress has entered twisted stone ruins and called forth monstrosities from dark dimensions. This Halloween blood will feed her army of the night. Mm. Yeah, again, that's vague, so that could be anything. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Now, according to this list, and again, this isn't on the official website, so this is what I can say, but take it with a pinch of salt. Um... Two shows have been announced. We've got Hol- Halloween, Halloween Nightmare Fuel Wildfire. The show that sparked a firestorm last year is ablaze with a new nightmare. The pyro and aerial performers are back to reignite your fears. This show features the world-famous performance group, the Fuel Girls, highlighting a new dreamer in the depths of a new nightmare set to a heart-pounding metal rock and electronic score. So this is what ended up replacing... Um, the dance show, yeah, remember, which I've already I'm, forgot what they call. I'm literally, I'm literally yawning, um, listening to that. Yeah, all that, all that says to me is scantily clad women getting thrown through fire, while some fucking red hot drum and bass is banging the fuck out of your eardrums. You're gonna walk out with an eddie. Yeah. Now that apparently is taking place on the Fear Factor live stage. Okay. Good luck to them. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's what they did last time, but considering that was supposed to be, turn, you know, starting construction on a new attraction, that's interesting that it's not, it's not been started yet. Um, and the other one is Ghoulish, a Halloween Tower. 
as darkness falls a ghost story becomes reality as guests go beyond the grave in a spectacularly spooky show on universal studios lagoon featuring huge water screens and sinister music this show will be set to eerily remixed music by some of today's most iconic artists yeah exciting it was good uh, last time we seen it um I mean, we didn't see enough of it, did we? We always seem to just miss it. Um, I think we've seen it once all the way through. You might have seen it more because I think you stayed late one night. But, I did, yeah. Um, I was getting excited when you were talking about that before you said it was on the lake because I had visions of an actual... I mean, what would be more terrifying, right, than going in the, um, the horror makeup show and somebody on the stage, atmospheric light and fog machine, telling ghost stories with actors. Do you know what I mean? Something yep. like that. That'd be brilliant. So I'm a bit disappointed that it's just lights and fucking projections on the water. Yawn. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Um yeah, I don't know. The the, the lagoon lagoon shows have been pretty good over the years that we've seen. Oh, um, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be brilliant, but um, I'm disappointed because I literally thought you were going to get a, a ghost story on stage. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's what they lack since they got rid of Beetlejuice. Is you had that little arena where you could do live performances like that. So, um, so the Pumpkin Lord, just to, to go back to that, um, he had a house in at last year's event called the Wicked Grove Realm of the Pumpkin. So he has been involved uh, before, but he's obviously the icon for this year. Strange that the icon doesn't have a house, he just has a scare zone, but there you go. Um, Dead Man's Pier, let me just double check on that. Uh, Yeah, Dead, Dead Man's Wolf Scare Zone was what it was previously. At twenty six, I mean, twenty six. There's so much content just come out there about of storytelling and everything like that. This, these should be, like I said before, like horror cartoons and all the rage. This should be picked up by Shudder or Netflix or somebody. Halloween Horror Nights once a year. Um, a, a short story for each uh, house and scare zone could go out onto the streaming services and literally put some meat on the bones, and it'd be amazing. It doesn't have yeah. to be a blockbuster film. It could just be on the shutters or on... I don't know what Universal goes out on on the streaming. Peacock. Is it Peacock? Yeah. You know, Peacock. What, would, what would be more brilliant than that? Yep. Yeah. 100% agree. 100% agree. Um, so, yeah. So, that is that is the uh, houses and scare zones uh, and shows that have been announced for the event. So, that, that should that should be pretty much everything. Because I didn't realise I'd announced the scare zones yet. But, uh, you know, I think that, that's it. Locked in, almost, in the middle of August. You know, with like less than three weeks before it opens, um, do you want to put those houses in order? Or are you you good? <laughs> um, ten houses. Yeah, I'll, I mean the most exciting. I mean the the movie houses, whatever. 
Halloween's right up there. I'm going to listen to The Weeknd now. I'll be happy with that. The the originals, um, I mean, oh, it's got to be Bugs Eating Alive. It's the most terrifying yeah. at the moment. Um, my least favourite one is Descendants of Destruction. I'm excited to see what people who are going. I'm not really... I'm, I'm starting to get slightly fed up of watching the professional vloggers now. Um, I'm not going to name them because whatever, but they've just got to all be there on opening night and they've got to get in and I enjoy going and watching real people. Yeah. You know, doing their, their holiday videos almost of people who are getting five or 600 downloads not 150,000 downloads. It's a bit tiresome now. They've got to be the first all the time, haven't they? Yeah, it's very exhausting um, when that's the case. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm completely with you. And also as well, because of the nature of all, especially Orlando, like the, the footage is always awful. Yeah. So, you know, we know lots of people who are going. You've got Simon... Um, We've got Phil, we've got Joe. Um, I mean, Joe's, Joe and his missus are literally flying in for the weekend, like what we've done in the past. Or we, I think they're having five days or something uh, and flying back out. God love them. I think they're not even buying Universal tickets. They're just buying the Halloween. They've bought the Halloween Horror Night tickets and the Stain Screams or the, the early access tickets. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, for me, in the future, that's an option. Maybe, um, yeah. So we know people. We know plenty of people who are going. So we'll get plenty of feedback. Mister D's going. Chris will be going. You know. And P does be going to Hollywood. So. And P does going to Hollywood. I'd love Sinead to go one year because this this event has, has she done it in the past? Sinead. No. Oh, she's born. She was born to do this event, wasn't she? Yeah. I'd love it to go. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't really argue with what you. Oh, said Ryan's again. going. I think isn't he? Oh, Remember yes. Ryan? No, who's he? You left him behind me. It's been a while. He's a little fanny. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't forget yeah. a little fanny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think. I mean, I am really excited to see what people say about the weekend house. Um, Universal yeah, monsters expect to be good. Um, I'd like you know I'm interested in, in Spirits of the Coven, uh, Fiestaville, uh, Cube Tube Cover, and actually all I'm of them except Bugs Alive. To be honest, and it's not that I'm again, it's not that I don't think Bugs Alive would be a good house. It's just that it would it's the one that freaks me out the most. So, um, but I don't know if this is the least um IP that has been for a long time. You know, you've got five IPs there really. Uh, well, well, you haven't, have you? Because you've got you've got five over the two houses. Um, you've only got actual four houses that are IP houses. Um, yeah, it seems quite low. So this 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 could be an absolute classic year. I think sometimes when there's too many IPs, you're just walking around uh, storytelling. Uh, this is how the film um, happened. Yeah, it, it does, but. I mean, the thing is, if you really like a film, so I mean, you know, think about when we went to see like Ghostbusters, you know, that was such a, a, a 
great house because you were walking through a film that you loved. So I think there's a lot to be said about IP houses, but also the element of surprise of seeing like somebody's original creation is not to be not to be ignored. So um, I think the only thing that I'm I'm disappointed that with there with a lack of IPs is there's not a single scare zone based on IP. You know, you normally get at least one of those. None of the uh, well, sk- graveyard and sweet sweet revenge are the two that I'm most excited about in the scare zones. The others don't really interest me that much. I'm sure, they'll be fine, but. Yeah, and as for the shows, Halloween Nightmare Fuel, we'd I wouldn't I wouldn't go and see that in the same way I didn't see the dancers the last time we were there. Just yeah, not saying it really interests me. Um, and the 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 Lagoon Show, um, I I'd be interested to see what it looks like because when we've seen them, they've been very much based on the IPs that have had that year. So you've got the music, you've got the the visuals from those IPs, this is not going to have any of that. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I hope anyone that goes has an amazing time. Um, am I gutted to not be going this year? Yes, but not in the same way that I was gutted to not go last year or if I'd have missed out on one of the previous years that we'd gone this yeah overall um doesn't interest me as much as some of the years that we've gone i I said good but you know when i was up the edge uh, in new york when i I phoned in not interested i'm not going well i am interested i'm still not going um but i think this year is going to be absolutely fantastic And i do looking at them this has got the, uh, it might actually keep the crowds away a little bit because there isn't a knockout. You know, there's nothing there that's going to pull the kids in. The weekend's probably the best chance of doing that. Um, yeah. And, and um, the weekend is not a draw in the same way that Stranger Things. Like, if they'd have announced a Stranger Things house for this year, yeah, I think exactly. you'd have struggled to get tickets. I think that would have really, after, after, season four you know it seems to be at its most popular and it's already been popular before um so i think whenever they do announce stranger things i think that's going to be a real hot ticket um yeah but yeah there's nothing here that has the same impact that stranger things would do so you could well be correct in that but again sometimes when the the years don't look their best they end up being you know surprisingly good so I've got no no reason to suspect this won't be a good year, as I said, at all. Um, but it, I'm not as interested as I've been in some other years. Like normally, I mean, the food food still got to be announced. That's that's an event, a Halloween Horror Night. Yeah, the the menu, it's something to behold. So that's another thing we can talk about you know we'll do a gold silver and bronze we yep. can do a gold silver and bronze on our on our 
on the houses once it's established and we've seen people's comments and stuff like that. We can do a uh, going for gold. Uh, no, that is gold, silver, bronze. Uh, eat it. We can do an eat it on the menu. All that type of stuff would be exciting. No, a hundred, a hundred percent. I agree. So, yeah, that is that is Halloween Horror Nights for this year. Um, we can't wait for people to go and experience it. We can't wait to hear from people once they've been and yeah. are able to report back. Is Steve going as well? Ooh. I think he is. He's Not got that sure. many fucking holidays in. I don't know what he does for, for no. the living. He's fucking minted. Yeah, and I think, I know Joe, uh, Patreon Joe, he is going to Disney, but I think he's going in November, so I think he'll, he's missing out on, on this. Uh, as well but i can't think of anyone else that's going over that time but uh yeah you know if you are listening and you are going and you want to do a little report we'd love to hear you um or you know you can send us an email with your thoughts whatever you want we'll read it out but uh yeah just go and enjoy yourselves I mean, we, me and you have walked around with our iPhones out, putting our iPhones in our top pockets and walking through houses, recording the audio. The audio's all there. Go back through the catalogue. Have a listen. Um, if anybody feels like doing that, we will put that on the end of the shows. If you want to do a review as you're walking out, we will put it on the end of the shows. If we get, If we got loads of people, we could do a show. We could just put all the audio together. Yeah, um, I'll just if if we get you know if if we get like five reviews of one house or something, then we can just put them all together like a mix, and just yeah, have different be reviews. Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, if you do want to do that, get in touch, and we'll uh, we'll tell you what we need. Um, but Craig, thank you for going through this list with me. Enjoy going Pleasure. through the P Dubs next week, and yeah, I will. Uh, thank you, dear listener. We will speak to you again once the event has actually kicked off. So uh, we'll see you in September. Cue the fucking music, lavies. You'll have to put a song in now. God. This podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network.